are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Heart the sound, it's your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto, who has amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. So here's what I have on tap for today. We're going to go over Northeastern game. More importantly, we got to talk about the women who took down Clemson tonight in a big ACC matchup. And as we move forward, I say we do better when we're all in sync and basketball is winning. We're all on one accord. It's just, it's a beautiful sight to see. So let's talk about how the unison helps for Carolina hoops to flow. Just Carolina athletics in general makes for great talk for Carolina country. Now, the guys stepped up play the game as we know they didn't have a matchup from a postponed matchup from Virginia Tech they had yet another ACC matchup get cut from Boston College they are just looking trying to find their way just to have a simple game and luckily Northeastern answered the call or DM rather we know we live in a technologically advanced society these days Northeastern slid into Carolina's DM said we can play you and they set it up quickly which was very much last minute but nonetheless you watch the film you get on the court and you do what you got to do Dayron Sharp scored 15 points, and Garrison Brooke had 11 points, 13 rebounds for his second double-double. And North Carolina used balance scoring to beat Northeastern 82-62 last night in their rare February non-conference game for the Tar Heels. North Carolina added this game again on Monday, ready to go. They came out swinging, heavy hitting, led 41-30 at the break despite Northeastern guard Tyson Walker scoring 21 points on 7 of 8 shooting. Kerwin Walton was doing his thing from the perimeter, added 14 points, and Walker Kessler had 10 for North Carolina, who is now sitting at 13 and 7. The Tar Heels were able to turn 16 Northeastern turnovers into 22 points and held 44 of 22 scoring advantage in the paint. So the big men were certainly doing their thing last night. Our scoring leaders, I mentioned Dayron Sharp with 15, Kerwin with 14, Garrison with 11, Walker with 10. It was a sight to see when you think about our big men having to lead and you kind of scratch your head and get a little nervous when you have a conversation about, you know, championship season and you're like, Hey, we need some guards to have strong play. So when it comes to points for the evening, Armando had nine leaky black had two Caleb love had six. Let me go to RJ with four. Then we had Andrew play with nine much better game than he had against Virginia where he was very scoreless and very not in the game. Leakey still could get better at that two-point position. Also having a nice bright spot with Creighton Lebo with his two points and that solid layup bucket (laughs) towards the end of the game. It's nice to see Walker finally finding his footing, his first double-digit scoring effort of the season and I'm hoping that he continues this as we're looking for strong bench help come tournament time again Carolina led 41 30 at the half and then put up another 41 for the second half to Northeastern's 32 in the paint again I mentioned 42 to 22 Carolina was dominant but What was more impressive to me was the second chance opportunities that Carolina had with 18 and their fast break points with 11. And 
brightest spot of the day would be their bench scoring 40 points. So you saw a lot of rotation for the Tar Heels. And for me, Carolina's starting to figure it out, but they always figure it out during with good teams. They were 42% from the field, 29% from three, still struggling, still struggling there. 81% from free throw percentage, which by golly, it's about time we get up there. We're close to the 87% which I would think is a nice nice number to stay at. I think it's always good to be 100%, but if I could take 95, I'd be happy. I'll settle for 87, and I won't gripe <laughs> about 87 and above. When it came to rebounds, Carolina was its usual self with 48 to Northeastern's 33. Carolina held just 10 turnovers on the evening, which is rare and nice treat to Northeastern's 16. And Carolina was able to steal the ball nine times from the Huskies. So overall, again, happy with the performance from the Heels with such a tight turnaround, a quick opportunity. You would just assume that Carolina wouldn't necessarily know how to bounce back. Maybe, maybe not. Carolina's not exactly the team that knows how to figure out and play consistently. And yet they did it great. They have the opportunity to shake off the hardcore Virginia loss and do what was necessary to win the game. Coach Williams had, you know, in post-conference or post-game conference talking about his tribute to John Thompson the Jr., the former Georgetown head coach, and the towel and his great influence on his life and how he was also influenced, we know, by Coach Smith and how they were great friends. He harped on the fact that the guys were happy about the win. Having four guys in double figures, he said, two guys close to that as well. It was good. I think that's trying to do a better job on Tyson Walker, Northeastern's point guard who was killing it all game in the second half was huge for us after the first half after the first half he said I've been I've never been outscored by one guy but it looked like that he was going to do that he's a really gifted player and made it tough for us seven for eight four or five from the three-point line in the first half I thought he was better in the second half he went on to talk about shooting percentage we missed so many easy ones right around the basket the big guys didn't have a great day of finishing up there I like the fact that Garrison and Armando did some things but I really liked that Dayron and Walker both came off the bench and had double figures for us as well Caleb loves nine assists two turnovers I think he had two turnovers in the first four minutes of the game or something so coach was pleased with our big guys right we, we, as I mentioned we're going to need that help towards the end of the season we're going to need that bench play to seriously figure out how to be productive because sometimes our starting guards aren't doing it for us right sometimes the starting few are struggling to figure it out and get a little rusty so they need to see guys bringing their energy and Dayron's a guy who's very much energy based <laughs> a lot of people have argued that he is going to take his talents to the next level after this season I don't know I, I, I think he would do right by just having a full year under Carolina system, a full summer, a full spring. By then, I'm praying to God we all get vaccines and things can start opening up more. But the opportunity to just play under coach for yet another year might be better for the young fellow. But I understand wanting to go make your money, so not mad at it one bit. I think that once Walker Kessler really finds his legs and footing, he is going to be one of the best to do it. I think that, you know, having Tyler Hansborough call the game 
And a lot of people have mentioned that Walker gives very much Tyler Hansborough vibes. It was funny how mellow Tyler seems to be off the court and considering his moniker or nickname is Psycho T. He is just, he did not give those psycho vibes when he was commentating, but I think he spoke really to the essence of what the team is in terms of the struggles, having to bounce back, but also really, you know, commending Coach Roy Williams' coaching ability for guys one, because it's just not a team that obviously is up to the certain caliber standard with which we're seeing, but for the fact that he's gotten more time with the guys due to the pandemic, had more opportunities to spend with them and really be nitpicky about certain things. And maybe that'll be great in the end. And again, maybe that'll apply to next year. We'll see true, <laughs> uh, we'll see true improvement from that standpoint. So I'd love to know your thoughts about the game. We'd love to know how you felt about the team's performance at Locked on Heels at KNAC Cooper. Tell me just what were your thoughts, you know, from start to finish? Was it a game you expected to win? As we all know, it was rough. It was rough in the beginning. <laughs> it had a little head, couple of head scratches. Like, I can't believe we're down, even in remote sense at all, to a Northeastern team. But, you know, kudos to them. Carolina sometimes plays down to competition, then figures it out. Thank goodness they figured it out long before the score hit zero. But hopefully, Hoping that Carolina keeps up this energy. It's, it's again speaks to the hot and cold nature of Carolina putting up 48 against Virginia and now putting up 82 against a Northeastern team. It's listen, figure out who you are. The identity is not there. It's I don't want our identity to be inconsistency. I don't want Carolina's identity to be hot and cold. I want us to figure out who we are. So Carolina has got to find out somehow, some way what it is that can help them get through this time, right? So our three keys to victory, let's wrap that up here as well. Carolina needed to have consistent shooting. I had mentioned over the last three games, Tara, Carolina had been inconsistent offensively, like I just said, up and down. They shot 53% from the floor versus Duke, and they shot 50-point uh, effort at Clemson and 48 versus Virginia, which shooting 38% at Clemson and 34% at Virginia. Tonight, was, or last night, was a better night, 42%. Still not great. You know, not bad. Always room for improvement. So Caroline's getting there. They're just missing some very easy, makeable opportunity shots. So let's just say layups are fundamentals. And you know, I love me some fundamentals. Number two, I said Carolina had to find a defense. Defensively, the Tar Heels have allowed opponents to score 90% or better in 11 of 19 games, including three of the last four. Carolina did great defensively. I think they were able to hold off a lot of great runs in the second half by Tyson Walker to Tyson Walker Tyson Walker specifically but Northeastern in general they were able to not allow a comeback in any sense and I that's just what Carolina needs to you know insert its dominance insert itself making sure that guys feel like they have no chance of getting back in games for the heels because once you feel a little bit of confidence from the Tar Heels there really is a chance because we all know this team is not consistent enough now number three I said Carolina had to make their damn free throws hallelujah UNC has shot 50 percent or better from the floor in six of the last six of the last eleven halves, 
and they are just on a roll again with 81%. I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> I'm feeling much better about Carolina's abilities to make basic fundamental shots, especially when they're free. So we'll just keep the vibes. We're going to just give them a high five, not necessarily anything more than a pat on the back, but we will keep the ball rolling. The road to March is getting closer. Carolina doesn't have that many more opportunities as they prepare to head to Greensboro to try and win another ACC championship. If you're going to uh, the ACCs, please travel safely. Please, you know, let me know. And I would love to talk to you more, interview, have that conversation about what you're most excited for in this year's tournament. I want to also make sure that you're set up right when it comes to your car or vehicle. So go to rockauto.com, the family business serving auto bar customers online for 20 years. If you go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts, you can see all the things that you need from engine control modules, brake parts to tail lamps, all that good stuff, motor oil, and even new carpet. Rockauto.com's catalog is remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. If you go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, you can write Locked On in their How'd You Hear About Us box and tell them that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. As we're mentioning, Carolina is doing great things in the basketball front, and it's not just the men, right? I talked about the cohesion needed for both the men and women's teams to get back on track, and the ladies are trying to figure it out as they now sit 11-8, and 6-8 and eight in the ACC after taking down the Clemson Tigers, who are 10-10 and 10 and now 5-10 and 10 in the ACC. Carolina started out the half strong with 17 then 19 points first and second quarter then came back even stronger in that third quarter with 26 points to Clemson 17 they struggled in the fourth and allowed Clemson to get back in the game but were able to hold off 77-64 for your final score. Stephanie Watts scored a season-high 26 points, and freshman guard Deja Kelly added 19 to lead the Tar Heels at Little John Coliseum. It was Carolina's third win in a row and boosted the Tar Heels to yet another opportunity to put themselves in great position for the ACC tournament. Coach Courtney Banghart said, quote, it's good to get a win on the road. This group is growing and locking in defensively, which is leading to good offense. Just a big win on the road, two in a row. Coach is certainly happy with her team's performance because she knows at the end of the day, one, just one win is all that keeps mattering. And if you keep adding them up, it makes for a great season. Next up, the Tar Heels have another road game, but with a much shorter trip as they head to Raleigh, North Carolina. We know that's 30 minutes down the road. Take on the number four NC State team in a rematch with which Carolina won in the first route, right? But they are certainly going to play a different NC State team who is looking for revenge. Thursday's win, let's talk about the Clemson game, right? Was UNC's second road victory in a row after the Tar Heels fell in their first five away from home. They won 81-72 at Pitt Sunday and headed for Clemson looking to put a string of three W's together for the first time in ACC play. Carolina, again, I mentioned they started out right there with them, 
17-16 in the first quarter. Carolina was there in the second. They had a great third opportunity, struggled in the fourth, but was able to pull off the victory. And we talk about scoring leaders. You got Stephanie Watts with 26, Deja Kelly with 19, Alyssa Utsby, who's arguably having one of the best, you know, freshman years, first years, rather, what we call, uh, we should call freshman anyway. First years, who's having a great season with eight points, and Malu with six points to round out the crew. When it came to shooting percentage, Carolina shot for 45% as opposed to Clemson's 44. They were 25% from three, which is a struggling point because they're usually very sharp at that. But nonetheless, they got it done. They were 83% from the free throw line, 37% when it came to rebounding, turned the ball over 16 times and had 17 steals. So I talk a lot about cohesion and groups and the women and men's teams and how they seem to play on one accord. But when you take a look at the stats, it's not far off, okay? Carolina shot for 45, Carolina feet, I should say, okay, let me break it down. Women shot for 45% to the men shooting 42%. From three, Carolina women shot 25%. Males shot for 29%. When it came to free throw percentage, Carolina shot 83% to the men's 81%. Men dominated the boards. We'll give them that. But when it came to turnovers, they dominated that too. They had 10. Carolina girls had 16. But steals, Carolina girls, right back in there with 17, picking pockets over there to the men's nine. And I'm saying that all to say, I have talked a lot about this season about cohesion and flow. And when the girls have been down, the boys, you know, seem to sometimes slip up, sometimes, you know, have better strides. And then it'll be the women taking their talents with their nice strides and victory as they are trying to figure out their way. They are team two teams that are having up and down seasons. Carolina women at 11 and 8 while the men are 13 and 7. They're figuring out just how to be and flow and mesh together, but when they're good, they're great. And when they're good, they are some of the best teams in the conference, arguably in the whole country. But I'll give you just in the conference for now, right? Carolina women have upset NC State. Carolina men took down Duke. They didn't have a great go at Virginia, but they still were able to be in the game for a little bit of it. Down nine to Virginia is not the worst thing in the world. I'll give them that. However, I do think that it just speaks to this year for Carolina basketball. When you're good, you're great. When you're bad, you're awful. So somehow, some way, you've got to figure out the cohesion component, right? You've got to figure out how to just maintain consistency and improve little by little and just let the little thing. We saw post-game some of the Carolina guy player, male players were taking up shots. And, of course, it's a lot easier when you're at home to do that. But I think that just trying to do the little things day in and day out is going to be something that these men and women will be better off for, especially come end of March. The ladies don't have that many more games left. They are looking down the stretch for their ACC tournament. And then to have the men figuring it out. <laughs> Where do they stand? Sitting at fifth currently, but they got some some hills to climb, some mountains to overcome, especially with that Louisville game on Saturday. It'll be extremely telling how the men fare because, listen, if you can't hold a candle to someone right above you, it's going to be harder and harder to try and beat teams that are pulling away with Georgia Tech, 
when it comes to conference play, Florida State, Virginia, right? So Carolina's going to have to figure it out some way. And I just think that over and over again, they're showing themselves frustrating, <laughs> to say the least, when it comes to play. So if you're feeling discouraged about the men's and women's team, I strongly urge you to just hang in there enjoy it for what it is don't get too overwhelmed by it they are showing themselves to be just kids <laughs> figuring out their way trying to one at a time put one win and one loss in front of them behind them what have you so if you're betting on them i would tell you to hang in there if you're betting on them i'm telling you to go to betonline.ag that's the only one place that i have that i truly trust the one place that has you covered betonline.ag will give you a promo code of 50 per Promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. You get a free account. It's just that simple. You sign up, put in your information, boom, you're ready to go. BetOnline.ag. You can't sit on the sidelines anymore. You have to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure you tune in to Locked On as we are trying to figure out just how amazing every single episode is from every single channel across the board, right? You get so much goodness from the Locked On Podcast Network. I think if you have a team, I promise you there's somebody here covering it, trying to give you that inside scoop. We have great guests, great hosts, great talent. So do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe. If you want to listen to me every single day, if you're here for the first time, happy to have you here. Come on back, right? We do. We're a family here at Locked On Tar Heels. We keep it real. We don't try to overanalyze. We just try it. We do X's and O's, but we also just keep it funky. Like at the end of the day, hoops is hoops. <laughs> AB is always going to be C, okay? We just try to have fun with it because that's just what we really have to do in this season. So I appreciate y'all listening, leaving five stars, leaving a review, all that good stuff. It helps keep my lights on, right? So as we wrap up today's show, let's think about this. Carolina bats, men's basketball sitting here at a non-conference game. They are hoping to play, hoping all things can go well, play uh, Louisville on Saturday. They won't play Boston College on Tuesday. Maybe they'll slide into somebody else's DMs. If you could have opportunity to slide in Carolina's DMs and you are a university or you're an AD of a certain university, who do you want to see Carolina play? Who do you think is up to snuff non-conference or conference? Do you think they should reschedule some games that were canceled early on? The Clemson game, Miami game, Virginia Tech game. Do you think we'll have opportunities to, you know, to reschedule them and have more conference play under our belt as we make our case for the NCAA tournament? So uh, it's interesting to see. Who would you want to see? I think that, you know, should we play another HBCU? Should we play North Carolina Central? Should we play A&T? Who knows, right? We're rounding out Black History Month. Might as well add another school to the mix. It would be fun. Should we play someone like a Northeastern? Should we play Northwestern? I don't know. I really don't. Like, I just throw it out there. Lipscomb University, I saw, was up um, trying to send DMs. Like, anybody who's willing, ready and willing. I don't think North, was it Northern Iowa, a team that always gives us trouble in ACC or NCAA tournament? Let's avoid those. <laughs> Loyola's of the world. Like, let's, let's avoid some heavy shooter teams. Anybody who can shoot threes like it's lightning, I think we should stay away because we're still working on defending the three. But listen, I'm ready and I'm ready and put this team up against the best of them. I'm not when I say the best of them, I'm like maybe not the Virginias, the Gonzagas, and the Iowas of the world. But you know, I'm I'm feeling good about this squad, and I think that slowly but surely they're gonna have to figure it out soon. They ain't got a lot of time left. 
And listen, maybe we'll just put stick a pin in this season and just look forward to next. Will we even make it past the round of 64-32? I don't know. I would hate to, that to be Carolina's testimony this year, but it's looking kind of interesting. <laughs> it depends on which Carolina I'm going to get that night. And I just I would love to hear your insight on that situation. But feel free to hit me up at Candace Cooper at Locked on Heels. We talk Tar Heels every single day for up to 30 minutes. I appreciate you guys listening and tuning in as much as you do. Again, leave five stars, leave a review. It helped me so much. Like and share an episode. Do whatever you got to do to get this thing going. We are a family here. We're growing. And I appreciate all of you for listening. Come back tomorrow. We got three keys to victory as we prepare for Louisville. How are we going to take down the Cardinals? Let's talk about that. And as always, stay smart, stay safe out there. You know the drill. Wash your hands. Please be safe. Please, if you are thinking of sending up any good vibes, I'd ask you to pray for my friends and family down in Houston. It is real out here in these streets, trying to stay warm in a place where it's not not likely that you get inclement weather of that magnitude. I just ask that you keep all of those people in your thoughts and prayers, and we will just keep this thing rolling, all right? So for Candace Cooper, I leave you with this. Go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.